0: You're listening to Podcateers.
1: Welcome to episode 408 of Podcateers. This week, Mel and Larry tell us about a recent experience that brought back some of those electronica vibes. I share the existence of something I really want from Tokyo Disney. Andrew once again tells us the plot of another story he's never seen before. Kingdom Hearts 4 is announced. Plus, we talk more Doctor Strange and Moon Knight. If you haven't seen the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer, head over to four oh eight to check it out. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode. You can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcuteers. But we'd love for you to join our growing community on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head over to podcateers.com 408 and click on the Discord logo or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podketeers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podketeers gear, additional content like the Podketeers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. On that link, you'll find a list of some of our top supporters, a link to our Patreon, and a little more info about the FGP Squad. But as always, we want to send a huge thank you to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So it's time to get this episode rolling. If this is your first time hanging out with us, we hope you like what you hear. We hope you come back for more. And if you've been hanging with us for some time now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 408 of Podcateers. Is that good? It. Oh, we nailed it. Yeah! <laughs> That's crispy. It crispy. That's a good word for it. crispy. <laughs> that might also make me hungry, but it's a good word. Crispy.
2: How's like bacon. <laughs> Crispy Bacon. So crispy bacon. That's why you name your pig, right? Crispy bacon. Of course. Crispy
1: bacon. I don't know if I should be umming uh, mean crispy bacon right now. I haven't been feeling great the last couple days, but there's something about bacon that is almost making me feel better.
0: Well, Bacon almost. makes everyone better.
1: Skunker. Keep talking bacon to me. <laughs> <laughs> crispy, maple glazed, fat
2: <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> Chipotle seasoning. Hickory uh, smoke. Hickory smoke, ooh. Hmm. Tell me That's more, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Applewood. <laughs> oh, stop, stop! <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing that uh, the it was like a meme or something? It was I feel really bad for his parents. He you know they named him Crisp Rat, Crisp no. Chris Pratt, like Chris Pratt, but like Chris nice. Rat. but Crisp,
1: Crispy, crisp. Oh. crisp Rat. Pratt. Oh no, Crisp Rat. Crispy.
2: Oh no! <laughs> no <Okay>. choices. <laughs> poor guy. I didn't come up with that one. That was on the internet.
1: Well, <sighs> still poor guy.
2: <laughs> poor guy. Know, what else to say? Bad name. He's got a millions of dollars, so I don't feel bad for him.
1: Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true.
1: So How's everybody doing?
0: Good. Bueno.
1: Yeah. Really? Are good. you still on your high from the like? I know you guys were on an emotional high roller coaster thing. Uh, tell us what you did because that picture you sent, I was like, "What? Wait, what?"
0: Dude, this is where pictures don't do justice. Like, <laughs> yes, I am still living on that moment and stuff. It ah, uh, it just felt good. It felt good to just party. Man, so, okay, so what am I talking about? <laughs> They're like, partying, what yeah, is going on? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, um, Larry and I and Rebecca, we got to go to the Wisdom in LA. And this is a huge 360 dome. And I'm going to come back to this dome. Because I need, I think Disney needs this dome. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, you're looking at a huge screen that's surrounding you. So basically, you have a great spot. And... Ooh, see, chills. Okay. So <laughs> basically, you're walking into this dome. In the center, there is a stage. It's lifted so that, again, everyone could see the artists. And the artist that we were there for was a tribute band called One More Time. And... Fantastic job. They took you into a world that you went into the grid. You t- you totally went into the grid. And the feelings, the, the energy, if you had heard, if you listened to Daft Punk's Alive album, that's the energy you got. And nice. we didn't know this was happening. So... You have a, You look like you have a question. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm kind of
1: in awe, like, I, cause I know I, that's one of the albums that I listen to when I want to zone out and work on something. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like I can't imagine. Like, I've never heard that live before. So, like, I, I'm listening to. you. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting tingly. <laughs> like, thinking about how you were feeling listening to this in person.
0: It it was you know, and they had two separate tickets. They had VIP. And they had general, and you could have been VIP. Honestly, there wasn't really a difference between seats and floor. And it's like I'm gonna jump. I'm going to dance. Yeah, it's a good view, but you want to be where the party where the party is with the people and whatnot. By the way, as of this recording, I have to say that tickets are sold out for general for Saturday. Uh, the they're coming back on May. 13th and May 14th. May 14th is already sold out. And I think um, the 13th, which is a Friday, they still have some tickets. Some. I don't know how many they'll have by the time that this episode airs. Um, If you could get them, cool. Let us know. But um, tickets went out really fast. Like this... This event after we've experienced it is just it's just boomed. You know, it got really popular and I don't I could see why. I mean the experience once it started, um, it they just transformed you and what well, was it like a spaceship that was happening?
3: It yeah, was like a it was spaceship. Like a spaceship that they had kinda of landed off of and they're kinda of like giving you an opening signal that they're about to open this like new world of you communicating with the uh, someone that's not necessarily from Earth, which was really trippy but mm-hmm. really cool because so you're getting all these like projections. And like Melissa explained, it's domed, so like everything's coming in in like the circular angle. So they did a really good job. Whoever did any of the projection design or any of the computing on it and sound just to sync this all up was really well done. That's a, that was a really cool part. It's just seamless. It was cool.
0: Yeah, it was. The way that I think what it was is they also, the way that they timed the projections Mm -hmm. with the lasers, with the lights. uh, Wow. And the band themselves were doing the live mixing. So it wasn't really like pre-played, like just press and go. It was like they were mixing as we go because it did. I mean, yeah, it gave the touches of a live, but it wasn't the album itself which was cool man how many times did we hear <laughs> one more time it was like at least five times i think it was
3: five one more times <laughs> we didn't care <laughs> but they split it in the different ways to like yeah. if you would have heard one more time the whole thing maybe you could have put it all together and been the one more time song but they would put it like in, in just certain parts of the show so you'd be like, oh, like one more time of a different segment. And then it'd come in like in a whole different remix version. But you'd still hear that same one more time beat. And it was like, it's like a callback. It was just really well done.
0: Yeah. So we heard like chill. We heard EDM. We yeah. heard uh,
3: like rock style almost. They had guitar. Yeah. And then, and then it just had, went like,
0: hard at some point. Hard. And yeah. man, when that happened, ooh. I started jumping. I have not <laughs> felt that free <laughs> in a long time. So it felt so good to just feel it and just go for it and not even care. Mm-hmm. And they had <laughs> um in between that they had clear beach balloons with like confetti oh, that's in there. Right. And they were, <laughs> yeah. we were they were just throwing them out. We were just throwing them out. It was cool. so, so cool. And just all these elements i mean it took you to another level and dca could really use some kind of a netting dome or something put it outside give some shade in the in the daytime in the nighttime Woo! there's a party right there That's i'm just saying cool
3: yeah this was at wisdom uh-huh. yeah wisdom la it's through uh the tickets most was talking about it's- through fever which is an app you can get through your phone but i think they have a website too but i think a lot of people use the app the event was called contact a live multi-sensory journey inspired by daft punk and then one more times the tribute ban you're hearing so if you guys want to check it out like myself was saying we're not sure how many tickets will be available because i think after they this was the first weekend that we went to they debuted it and then they added another weekend so there's a good chance if this one sells out Maybe popular demand, they'll add another one. We're just not sure, but it, it was so good and like, just to explain too, like to tie it into Disney and like DCA. For me, Melissa and Rebecca, like we remember back when maybe some of you fans on here remember when Tron was a huge part of DCA, and there was this point when we were walking into the Wiz Dome, <laughs> into the dome, and I loved how they would always open the portal and do that whole segment with the DJ over at DCA. And I didn't hear it at first. And Melissa and Rebecca are looking back at me like, do you hear this? And I'm just like kind of just in the midst of like walking through just to like, okay, I get a good spot, like freaking out. But like Melissa talked about, we didn't know until we got inside that every spot was just a good viewpoint. But all of a sudden I just stopped and I just hear the overture from Tron. And then it switched into the grid and it was just like and the lights and they had the lasers. It all started with. Everything from the Tron Legacy album—that was the opening to them, like coming out. Oh, dude, wow. it was so yeah. cool. It was. Uh, that's what we were just a is, D- 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 like. look at my arm? <laughs> oh so my god! Cool. Like, it brings back the DCA vibes a hundred percent. For when I used to do like electronica at night, it was. It, it felt like at that moment I was like, "Holy cow!" Like Melissa's talking about, if they had something like this at DCA again, because you're just like. You're not only caught up with all the lights and lasers that are going on, but the music kind of creates this thing like a background. It's around you. They surrounded around you. Did a good job where it's it feels like you're in a dome, but it's not like bouncing off the wall. It's like a surround sound feel. Yeah. So you don't feel necessarily like it's hitting you too hard from one spot or anything. It just kind of feels like it's well built. Like they took their time to make sure that people were in here. They were gonna get that full auditory slash visual experience like they did a really good job with that so that was the that was the setting the bar right there though it was like yes disney invest in this because it's ridiculously cool just to be in there and and like when they covered up everything i mean it was well lit too like you never felt like oh it's too dark in here or anything like that it right nicely lit you could see people in front of you but it did give you kind of that club cool vibe of where you're just like dancing with people because you're into it it was very good
2: and then yeah, like the, like a club vibe that is cool, not like Club Cool from Epcot, right? Yeah, no Beverly. <laughs> far far huh? from Club Cool at Epcot. Far from that. Yeah, and like Beverly there and you no, know no, Orange no. Fanta. Okay. I think we would have bolted out of there <laughs> pretty quickly. Right. Anyway, you Melissa, you were saying sorry. Oh, I, was, no, no. <laughs> I heard Club Cool and had to jump in.
0: Oh no, I, I was like I, I was immediately the first thing I thought about was, Hey, Disney hires cover bands. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, they right. listen, um. Please,
1: grid.
3: <laughs> I yeah, mean, seriously, wow. I'm it, pretty sure these get these people. I can't say if they're guys or girls because we didn't necessarily see that, but they they would be. I'm pretty sure they'd be down to put on the whole stuff if they're willing to wear that for a whole show. You'll wear the stuff that Daft Punk wore in Tron the movie. I'm pretty sure they do the same. Well, <laughs> I they think came they're just three robots. times. They They did like multiple uh, encores. They did multiple encores, which is crazy. Because I was thinking in my head, I was like, dude, I don't know how you, they got to have some good AC up in those things, but the lights on the things were just like their helmets lit up, Yeah, which was pretty cool too. So that was just like another icing on it. But yeah, I can't explain enough. If you were into the the album, like what Melissa explained, that was a major core of the music that you heard that day, remixed, which is cool. And then he dropped some of the hits, you know, that you just recently heard, like, up All Nights Get Lucky, uh, Starboy from The Weeknd. He had dropped the newer hits from Daft Punk. So that, that was really cool too. Oh,
1: man. That's awesome. I got like all tingly and stuff just thinking about it. Electronica is, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's a ton of people that experience Electronica, and there's a bunch of other people that heard about it and it yeah. feels like really underrated to them they're like oh yeah cool it happened but like when you're there like it's a whole different experience that entire section of the park barring changing physical sets and everything like turning it into Avengers Campus and all that stuff it literally felt like a totally other world when you stepped into the back lot for Electronica Yeah. and they've tried other things like they did you know the the Alice thing with the the Mad Tea Party and everything, and yeah, it felt like a set. It felt like a stage dressed for the Mad Tea Party. Like right. it never had the same vibe again that Electronica brought to the backlot. So. I'm telling you, I'm like listening to you, and as soon as you said like what you heard as you walked in, I was like ah, like I feel it. <laughs> yeah, that's part.
3: Me and Melissa and Greg were just looking at each other like, no way, this is happening. Like it just like you said, those vibes from the beginning of. Of when we were back to going electronica, just immediately hit us so hard. And it felt like everybody in the crowd, there had to be more people I felt like that had may have went to that in there because everyone was doing the same. You know, when like people are building the anticipation, like there's that chatter where was like, oh my
1: God, what's about to happen? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's whispering, but everyone's like doing this, oh my God, oh my God.
3: And then all of a sudden, you know, they kicked on, you know, the grid. And all of a sudden, yeah. it it's just like, oh, oh yeah, dude, it was so cool. So cool. <laughs>
1: well uh, I guess we could throw up a link in the blog post for the episode if I know you said that there weren't many tickets left uh, at least as we're recording this episode but hopefully it's a popular enough thing that you know springtime summer is coming maybe they'll bring it back um, I I knew about wisdom but but because I knew about art things that were happening there like I knew it that it's like artistic. a like an art gallery sort of situation thing. Honestly, I had no idea that they actually had like music stuff. Like, I thought they did like yoga and like musical therapy, but I didn't know they had like whole club atmosphere things that, that they did there.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's what, and outside the Wisdom, they had their other, they had a really cool setup for a um, container. They repurposed the container to be like an office, and like a oh, chill yeah. loft. And then they had another setup in there where it was like a side uh projection dome where you could go and kind of like do what you're talking about chill maybe even meditate if you wanted to to watching these projections and then they had like a little outdoor bar so partially was like outdoor and then the rest of the actual show was inside of the Wiz dome the bigger the projection was it the
1: biggest one that that they have because they
3: have five right? yeah yeah it was the biggest one they have yeah nice
0: now one thing i forgot to mention not suitable for kids
3: yeah cover your it ears kids only
0: 18 <laughs> and over I am sorry kids but I'm sorry Mm-mm.
3: kids. that's the bummer
1: cover your ears this is nothing for you don't hear about the fun I'm
3: sorry. sorry. One day, but see, <laughs> but
1: like you said earlier, that's a perfect reason for why Disney should bring something like this back to DCA. Yeah, because it's really high energy with all the buzz that the Tron coaster gets, and you know the love for Tron. If they were going to replace anything or bring something back, that's what they should invest money in bringing back, not the freaking Main Street Electrical Parade. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I no. said it. Oh, no. <laughs>
3: It's getting redone. I'm holding back. Oh,
1: that's right. The Main Street Electrical Parade now featuring a paint the night float. I
3: don't know. I'm hoping. I'm still hoping out there. But not like pulling for them, I guess I'd say hoping it's different.
1: I can hear people yelling at their at their radios right now. I'm I'm kidding, everyone. I'm kidding. Jeez. What if they
2: put Daft Punk in the parade? Oh my God. We're all asking like Oh dude. Dude.
0: Oh, that would be conflicting. I'm like well, dang, There's
3: got a float, got lasers on <laughs> you imagine it. imagine the remix? All of a sudden, you hear bum, 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 <laughs> bum, <laughs> bum, 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 just busts his in. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the grid. <laughs> <laughs> <Then it projects laughs> down Main Street, <laughs> it's like throwing lasers <laughs> and grids. Oh, man. That's That'd it? Be so cool. That
1: wasn't when we armchair Imagineered Tomorrowland. I think Mel actually had a parade based on Tron. I did. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Oh, man. That's okay. All right. Look, maybe that's what we need to concentrate our efforts on. Forget about all these other things we give Disney ideas for. Let's fully suss out this. Tron revival at the Disneyland <laughs> Resort and give it to them. Just like, look, don't worry about it. Just pay for our passes for the next 20 years. And then we'll be fine. We'll be good.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I'll take it.
1: Mm-hmm. See, uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm like, I'm almost as excited as remember earlier this week when we, uh, like on Discord, I threw up the picture of that deck of cards. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I'm almost that excited about it. Like, it seems (laughs) like I should be, like, flipped on this one, but y'all don't know. I love playing cards. I know I've mentioned it before. I saw a deck from Tokyo Disney that features images from Dreamlights. I love me Dreamlights. I love Paint the Night. I love Dreamlights. And when I saw this deck, I swear to you, mouth agape, okay? Okay. Like, it just dropped like a ton of bricks, and I was like, I need this in my life!
0: And that's how I read the text, you said. That's,
1: <laughs> and, and I was hoping that one of you would read it that way and get the excitement through, because I swear to you, I've never wanted anything more in my life. It has the logo, and then it has pictures of the floats and the characters. And uh, look, honestly, I hate like decks that are black cards because as you play with them they get dinged up on the sides and they don't look as good so when they have a white border there it's easier to disguise things like that especially if you know you drop them they hit the ground or something but darker decks they don't hold up very often which is why I tend to open a darker deck and then I look at it play with it a couple times and then I put it away and then I enjoy it you know mainly for the visual enjoyment but this one, like, I, I need, like, four or five of them.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and
1: I found it on eBay, and it's, like, $40. Whoa. So, one, okay. if anybody's going to Tokyo Disney anytime soon, please let me know, and I will Venmo you money to send me some of these decks. They are awesome, and I love them, and I would feel like a child during Christmas. Oh, that's, you know what? <laughs> If you all want to pitch in and get me something for Christmas, there is 258 (laughs) days left until Christmas. There you go. Happy birthday to me. Nope. Merry Christmas to me. Dreamlight Central.
2: That's the (laughs) next holiday that anybody cares about. Wow. That's right. Excuse me. I I don't know about that. Excuse me. I like how you immediately had the dates, the numbers. Santa. Santa, <laughs> well, you gotta care about Santa, and there's lights just like a dream lights. You got Christmas lights, no Halloween Santa? lights. No, wait, that's sad. I mean, <laughs> that's sad. That's, sad. <laughs> that's a sad song.
1: It's beginning Out, to Jackson. look a lot like Christmas.
0: Them fighting words, man. What, know, what? That. You got something to say, Melissa? We got 203 days until No, he
2: just said 250 na, 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 whatever to Christmas. No, 258.
1: You're getting that yeah. number wrong. 258 nope. until Christmas. 203 nope. days. Okay.
2: 203. Till Thanksgiving. Nope. No. Gobble gobble. Okay.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> gobble gobble y'all.
3: No. <laughs> bum, bum, bum,
0: <laughs> the greatest holiday ever. This
3: is Halloween. This is a oh, real day. Oh, <laughs> I see what they're alluding to. They're
1: alluding waka, to waka. something that's un poco loco. Dia de los Muertos. You're right. There we no.
0: Go. <laughs> <laughs> Talking
3: about the
1: skeleton.
0: That's 204. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, Halloween. You're
1: right. <laughs> Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Wait, I-, what? I like Halloween. How- but- Hello what? No, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween's. How dare
0: you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I like Halloween, but you know, I think you know that, you know, Andrew and I just love Christmas way more. But you know, Halloween's great. And if I mean yeah, you know, if they would respect Halloween a little bit more for the mansion and they would wait until after <laughs> Halloween to do Haunted Mansion holiday, then things would be much greater. But you know, that's not a conversation we're gonna have right now.
2: You know what though? I did see in the news that you know this big news it has nothing to do with disney but i want me to talk about it anyway because i saw it on the internet <laughs> They're uh, making a Spirit Halloween movie. Spirit Halloween, you know, our favorite we, place to get Haunted Mansion stuffs. Yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> where I spent too much money last Halloween? That's They're right. making a movie of it. Are I'm they really? That's a valid point. Yeah, I think this movie is produced by me, directed by me, <laughs> you and I it. will be in it buying uh, Haunted Mansion merchandise. Your That's Haunted Mansion merch movie. purchases
1: funded it's, this movie.
2: It's just me... <laughs> Me going to the eight different Spirit Halloween stores around me, trying to see if they have any different things or haven't. Anyway, I mean that's I... more like a vlog, but okay. <laughs> Documentary. It's, it's like it's like you know, um, uh, you know, shaky cam, the, like The okay. Office, following me around, but a movie. Okay. All right. The actual movie is like I believe it's supposed to be a horror film. Um Starring Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Cook. Um, Yeah. Wait. So they're going
1: back to when she was all that. Oh wow! (laughs) But I'm that joke. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, I guess I don't know. (laughs) So they have to dress up like their former (laughs) characters, right? That's like they go to the Halloween store. And they have to dress up like their old characters. I'm sure you know there's a Doc Brown costume at Spirit Halloween. That would you know that's gonna be pointed out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) somewhere it gotta be.
1: Like if he walks around and he's like, "Well, that's a crazy looking costume." (laughs)
3: right or like an uncle
2: fester or oh, judge do yeah. oh, like they're all or, like that. yeah this is so like good. a whole christopher lloyd section <laughs> that'd be so good he walks by so. the camera
1: just pans by behind him yeah
2: <laughs> um but yeah so it looks like it's a horror movie um let's see there was a here's the quick synopsis that i found um When a new spirit Halloween store appears in a deserted strip mall, three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick-or-treating make a dare to spend the night locked inside the store Halloween night. Uh, But they soon find that the store is haunted by an angry evil spirit who has possessed the creepy animatronic characters. The kids embark on a thrilling and spooky adventure in order to survive the night and avoid becoming possessed themselves. Mm. It doesn't say waha
3: like... but it deserved one. So the hype you train did it is on. I'm telling you, there's Christmas classics, but then there's Halloween. It's like culture. So,
2: <laughs> I, get yeah. it. so I get it. So I get it. I mean, I wonder if they're trying to turn like the spirit from the spirit Halloween logo into like a thing. They're like, he's a movie character now. The Spirit Halloween Spirit. Hey, why everybody's not? Make favorite. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> favorite character, Spirit Halloween Spirit. I'm sure. They, I don't know. Does he have a name? I don't know. Anyway. So that's all I found. There's some. The two big names are the two I mentioned and some other. Um, I think the children are played by Donovan Colon, Dylan Frankel, Jaden Smith, and Marissa Rays. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the people. I don't know who any of them are.
1: This totally seems like one of those DCOMs, right? Like yeah. Halloween mm-hmm. Town or Halloween oh, Town yeah. 2, Calabar's Revenge.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if it's as good as any of the DCOMs, then, yeah, you know, I think we can add it to the yearly rotation of stuff right after Hocus Pocus.
0: <laughs> I think it'll be fun, especially because he's tied to it. I, it's it'll be cool. However, I kind of see something happening. Gosh, I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyways. This is gonna become a TikTok challenge somehow. Uh,
2: what, somehow. Stay in the spirit Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to... I could see, yeah, them doing it like, like they have like a uh, like Six Flags or like stay in a coffin for six days or whatever like oh, challenge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Six Flags or not scary farm having a maze based on Spirit Halloween. <laughs> Enter the store, see if you come
2: out
0: <laughs> oh, oh, it's alive. Here we are giving out wow. ideas.
3: I <laughs> are giving other parks ideas. Great, right. new oh, at better. Halloween Horror Night. Escape Spirit <laughs> Halloween. Let's see who's this produced
2: by. It doesn't look like it's produced by any uh, big. Uh, it's not like Universal Pictures or anything oh, like okay. that. So, gotcha. They might be able to get the rights though. Yeah, it's a hot sure. property right now. Spirit Halloween. It's like Stranger
3: Things got you know rights. They got Netflix. They were to Netflix, but they got put in Universal. So, oh,
2: yeah, it's yeah. all just you know who pays the most money for it. I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, I'm well, excited. let's see if we can get the rights and do like a micro vlog or something.
2: There you go. No, it's <laughs> the po- Podketeers Presents Spirit Halloween The Maze. Ooh. Just like. At <laughs> Halloween
1: Horror Nights.
2: No, yeah, just. Yeah, okay. At yeah, Halloween Horror Nights. Why not? Or just like at. An abandoned Denny's or something. Oh, <laughs> or, I'm already scared. Next, or, to another Spirit Halloween,
1: or we team up with Freeform and we add it to the 13 Nights of Halloween, oh, and we set oh, up right next to them. Right next to them, and then they'll, the they'll be like, "No, yeah. you are not a part of us." And we'd be like, we no, "No, no, no, just alphabetize." We're the this. sister
3: property. <laughs> That's what we always use that term. We're there the you sister go. property. <laughs> <laughs> Saves you every time.
1: They're going to look at us and be like, yeah, the stepsister. No. You said it, sister. But it's there. Thank you very much. Shoot. The connection's there. Confirmed. <laughs> Pocketeers on Disney Plus, confirmed.
2: Oh, jeez. Oh, man. We can go live on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, there oh, we yeah. go. Well,
1: th- I mean, now that they're doing live stuff on Disney Plus, I guess it makes sense, right? Like, yeah, didn't Dancing you know. with the Stars just get announced to be like the first show to be live on. It'll Disney+. It'll
2: be Dancing with the Stars, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Podcatiers, uh. <laughs> the three biggest names uh, in the world. <laughs> I love the three it. The
1: Biggest names in social media today. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> Keeping <laughs> Up with the Kardashians, and Podcateers.
1: Uh, I have to say that that entire thing that's happening with the Kardashians moving to Hulu after, like, what, 47 years with the E channel. (laughs) Uh, Like, don't confuse it. okay? they had keeping up with the Kardashians on E, but now it's just the Kardashians on Hulu. And Ah. I saw this really interesting article that was talking about market share for all of the streaming services. And of course, Netflix, having been around for so long, I think has like 23 or 24 percent of the market share. And then uh, I believe that Disney had the largest market share in second place until HBO Max took them over in the last few months. If Disney was if they merged Disney Plus and Hulu, they would become the largest streaming service in the U.S., overtaking even Netflix So as weird as it sounds, (laughs) we could end up getting the Kardashians on Disney+. And so that's when you really have to start thinking, do I really want to keep this? (laughs) Oh, no.
2: I mean, I got Netflix, and there's some weird stuff on Netflix. So, you know. I'm kidding. I'm paid up for a year,
1: so I'm good. Like, we just renewed. (laughs) So I'm kidding about that. I'm going to keep renewing it. There's tons of great stuff.
2: I mean, who's the home of Honey Boo Boo? That <laughs> I can't believe that just came out of your mouth. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's Paramount tons of Paramount Plus, stuff. the streaming home of Honey Boo Boo. Yeah,
1: that was a streaming uh, iCarly. The new iCarly was on Paramount Plus. And I have. Nobody to... has Paramount Plus. Hey, look, I watched it. I, I got it. I got <laughs> it to watch it. I know that there's people that really like their Star Trek's, and that's yeah. like Star Trek is like. Paramount Plus is the home of Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, that's Melissa's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got it because I wanted to watch the iCarly revival, and I have to admit, it wasn't bad. You know, for a grown-up version of iCarly, I liked it enough that I was like, all right, give me a season two.
2: Awesome.
1: Yeah. that sells Well, me. that's
2: good. I, I think I need to get... um. What is it? Now nah, I forgot the show. Never mind. Ignore me. I can't remember the show. I have to watch <laughs> on Paramount Plus. I like- just wondered. Yeah, the yeah. full
3: circle part of it, though, is Dancing with the Stars is what you guys said is going live yeah. on Disney. Plus, is there like Netflix has never had anything live, right? Am I right about that? Or I am don't I think wrong? so. So then that, and that would leave them like in their own realm of like, what are they else are they thinking? Because I get it. There's people that watch Dancing with the Stars plenty still that love that show. And Probably a good platform, I would think. I would think. I don't know. What do you guys think? I I mean, it's a popular enough
1: property that I think people that already have Disney Plus are going to be okay with it. But I don't feel it's a strong enough property to bring in subscriptions. I could be wrong. But I feel like that the majority of people that already have a subscription would be the ones to be like, "All right, cool, huh. it's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna watch this." Got it.
0: Especially during Disney Week too, when they have that, and they have oh, like their, yeah, their that's like their right. their themes. A big
1: One.
2: Good, good point. Good
0: It'll be point. interesting when that happens. We'll see.
2: Yeah. Wait, I wasn't paying attention. What was the question? Oh, <laughs> How are you
1: going to feel when Brooklyn Nine Nine becomes part of Disney Plus?
0: That would be awesome.
2: You know what? Cool, 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 the show I was thinking of was Criminal Minds that I have to watch the last two seasons on Paramount Plus. That's on Paramount. they like they had like all the seasons but two on um I think it was Hulu or something. But anyway,
1: cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm set right now with all of the services that I have. I- I'll tell you the truth. I canceled Paramount+. Plus. I got it just for iCarly, and then I canceled it. There isn't much on that service right now that I really wanted. Uh, I have been enjoying a lot Halo? of HBO. <laughs> no. But I have been enjoying <laughs> HBO+, Plus a lot, especially considering that it is the U.S. HBO home Max. for Doctor Who. And so now oh. I can revisit all the Doctor Who episodes, which has been awesome. Uh, they also have Big Bang Theory and a bunch of other stuff that I really enjoy watching. So it's been good. you know. I, yeah, I, HBO Max
2: it. is great. Yeah. They got all the Batman movies.
1: What's that? Oh, uh, DC Batman. Moon Knight. Got it. DC Moon Knight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark
2: Knight. <laughs> Not the Moon Knight, the Dark Knight. It's yeah. Very, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what, we could talk about streaming platforms all day. But Apple T V plus has some good stuff on there, but I we got it for free for a year and so but then there's like a Tom Hanks movie on there that I have to watch because I love Tom Hanks movies. Um I don't know, he has like a dog and he's in space or something. I don't know. You're gonna I just cry. saw a poster. And have you Aww. seen the dog in space Tom Hanks
3: movie? Yeah, Finch, I think it's called. Yeah, I watched okay. a lot of, their, a lot Nobody of their there. Nobody
2: else listen,
3: Dillery, does the dog die? No, you can watch it. Okay, a, good. It because, well, happen. no, I that can watch it.
2: Happen. Tina, my wife, cannot watch it if anything oh, bad happens
3: too. to a dog. Pull on podcasters: If your dog's gonna die, do you not watch? If a I mean, dog, anything this, bad happens to a dog. anything bad to pets? Homeward bound is a trap. No, just <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Homeward
3: bound was a trap. Hashtag. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Do not put that on Disney Plus. No, I'm just kidding. We did just watch.
2: What did we watch? Oh no, we just watched the Psych, the third movie. That's good. You guys watch Psych, the TV show? I, the, the TV, TV show. show. I saw like yeah. the
1: first season when it was on USA Network.
2: Same. No. Yeah, it's, good. They, it's uh, uh, Peacock has Psych, and they have three Psych movies. So if you like Psych, uh, watch the Psych movies. They're good.
1: You know what I do want to watch on on uh, Apple TV. Or Apple TV Plus or Apple Plus minus Apple TV Apple bite bottom. out of the Apple <laughs> <bottom> <laughs> jeans Apple bottom jeans yeah. Ted Lasso, very I've good heard,
2: show. I've heard yes, good things about Ted Lasso. I haven't watched them. We we got Apple TV Plus and immediately watched all of the um, uh, Schmigadoon. Was the only thing we watched on there. <laughs> oh, and the one Tom Hanks movie where he's like on a boat the whole time.
3: Yeah, that was. I'll say Finch is better than that one. Okay, because sure. that That's
2: one was better. very like. I, it felt like it was a movie made for my grandpa. Yeah, You're like, I mean, oh, I remember when I was in the Navy, and they're just like on the boat and talking about being on a boat and me. watching other
3: boats. <laughs> Side note: the the Academy Award winner. Usually, I'm not a big Oscars fan movie, but Coda was on Apple TV Plus. That's worth the watch. It's a little bit not for the kids. I'll so put that out there, but it is a bit of a good. It's a good story uh, to watch, and they have another show on there um that's called i believe it's called deer or it's 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 about letters and to all segments.
2: the to all the whatever that one
3: i think that's not to long Fu.
2: thanks for everything love julie Food. newmar <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, <fine. laughs>
3: what it is like they have uh celebrities or influential people like for instance they have like oprah they have ali reisman the gold medalist gymnast and Lynn Manuel, ah, I always give I just say Lynn Manuel. But he does a little segment on there, and they talk about letters that they got in their life uh, that inspired them from fans that had these like amazing backstories. And there's one from, I know, technically not Disney property, but did belong to a person that's part of from Big Bird on Sesame Street. The letters he gets, if you want to cry, just Aww. watch that episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's really good, yeah. And the Lin Manuel one, I'd say, yeah. So if you got Apple TV Plus, some recommendations, you could watch those with kids too. Those are really good.
1: What is that one called?
3: I'm trying to find it right now. It's about letters. I think it's called Dear, but let me see. Looking it up. Yes, now. it's just called Dear. Dear. Just Dear. Dot dot, dot. 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 Apple TV Plus. There's a whole bunch of different people I'm missing on here, like um oprah winfrey's on there and they just talk about these stories from fans that they got and then they go meet with the fans like they have one on stevie wonder how people that have problems of vision they were inspired by his music to do things in their lives because they went through kind of a same struggle it's just really amazing so if you oh, have time they're about cool. 30 minutes a shot spike yeah. lee's got one spike
2: on him, Lee uh mm-hmm. Gloria Steinem, Big Bird, Viola Davis, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Betty Porter, (laughs) Jane Fonda. uh, Some people I can't say their names. Sorry, I'm going to skip those ones. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this actually this looks really good. Sandra, this is the
1: type of content we need right now. Just it is good content, wholesome. Make you cry a little bit, but make you cry for a good
3: reason. Yeah. yeah, and you really find out a lot about Liam manuel that I didn't know. I mean, maybe people already knew about him, but you find out a lot about what inspired him when he was making Hamilton in the Heights. Like, they talk a little bit about themselves and how they got there and what inspired him to get there. Each of them have a little bit of story, and I never heard knew anything about Stevie Wonder, and that was pretty amazing because I've listened to tons of his music. And to hear all his story, which I wasn't embedded in, they explain a little bit, and they wrap this up nice and tight in 30 minutes, but you also get the fans that give these letters to them that they read. I mean, obviously, Stevie Wonder doesn't read them. Someone's reading with him. And Big Bird the same, I would say. But they read them out loud as they're kind of going through together. It's it's really well done. If you have Apple TV Plus for free right now, watch it.
2: Well, oh, yeah, because Big Bird's <sighs> only like five years old. He doesn't know how to read. True yeah, that. He needs help. He needs help. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Everybody needs help sometimes. Yeah. Wow.
1: And now look at him. You know, making... Movie hits for Disney, all that inspiration, Encanto, and we got oh, all the. Oh, I thought you're talking about Big the Bird. Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Bird helped. He, he does percussion on those songs. But, uh, yeah, Little Mermaid, Moana. Hey, you know what? It's not on Disney Plus, but you know what? What uh, Lin Mano Miranda movie was actually really good. Have you seen Vivo on
0: Netflix? No. not.
2: It's, oh, I've heard about that. It's this, about though. this little the video streaming service.
1: Yeah, it's about <laughs> this little like I, I, I almost I thought he was a capuchin monkey, but he's not a capuchin monkey. But he's like this little monkey thing that like he plays music with his owner. Uh the the love interest of the owner. He's getting like a second chance at love because she goes off to become this really big star. And I was surprised. Like I thought it was gonna be one of those like you know, low-budget movies that they just throw up there just to have content, but it was like it was surprising. Like it was. Vivo really is good. a a Kaju. Oh, that's what he is. Yeah. I yes. recommend it. It came out last year at some point, but I went
2: to the Google A and definitely <laughs> recommend watching Vivo.
0: <laughs> Google A.
2: Here, I'll explain it to you right now. According to Wikipedia, Vivo is a no, 2021 no, no, don't the American <laughs> don't Computer Animated Musical Comedy Film don't you give musical us a review of Vivo having never by... watched it? Okay. Yeah. So Story all I've time. got... All, I've, all I know about Vivo is it's a computer animated musical comedy film produced by Sony Animation Pictures. And there's a Kinkajou. Um, so yeah, we'll do this thing again. Andrew <laughs> Reins uh, comes up with it. A... All right. So my hands together because i'm trying to think obviously vivo is a kinkajou and that's a type of marsupial i'm guessing because uh, that's something i haven't heard of so if i haven't heard of it it's probably marsupial um and there's a secret underground town of all of these uh kinkajous and capybaras and this takes place in southern like south america i think um and all <laughs> other kinds of you know those animals you're not really sure of and they have like a little underground city and there's like little coffee shops and little like you know shoe shine stands and grocery stores <laughs> and stuff so <laughs> so um what's his name vivo vivo is just stuck in a dead end job he's working at an insurance company and he's he's just tired and he's like why are we underground why can't we be up there where where the people are, you know, so to speak. <laughs> up where they walk? Um, yeah, up where they walk. They don't just have to crawl around in the <laughs> oh, dirt and whatever. Okay. So Close he here. he digs up out through the hole and pops out and he comes in and he's in, you know, right in the middle of Rio de Janeiro. And they're, they're uh, you know, the big parades going on and he's so excited and he tries all the food and, you know, is a parade dancing around. And he loves the, the above ground and... Decides he's not going back, but he has to go back because his mom's sick, and so he goes back. And his mom's like, "Vivo, you have to live your dream." And uh, I'm trying to do an old lady voice, but I'm not very good. At it. And 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 he ge- and Vivo's mom gives him a uh, gives him a, a lucky uh, feather. No, come on, Hazen. That's ridiculous. That's from Dumbo. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Thank you very much. (laughs) Vivo is given a ukulele is, is great grandfather's ukulele and from front he said you know the mom tells vivo that you know your dream i know you've always wanted this and then and then she just kind of like we don't hear from her anymore and it's implied that maybe oh no. something yeah it's a sad part of the movie and so vivo takes the ukulele takes his little like uh uh, hobo stick bag, whatever that's called. I always forget oh. what that's called. A bindle. He takes There's his little bindle <laughs> and his ukulele and hits the road. And he's going going through all the cities and exploring the world, playing ukulele, making some money, making some friends along the way. And um, from there, he meets, you know, a whole uh, cast of characters from, you know, breakdancing kids <laughs> to like a. A wise old like, what do you call those guys? Crabs. Um, no, <laughs> the person. Thank <they laughs> you. A grabby, like a, like a uh, janitor. He was pinching like wise, his fingers. I thought no, he I was crabs. A <laughs> Wise so, old janitor and all kinds goodness. of people. And then he discovers, you know, he he travels the whole country and discovers that there's no place like home. And he's explored his world and he brings, brings everything he's learned back to the underground world and, and makes the, the place that he was living better. Um, and then, of course, Vivo is voiced by Samuel L. Jackson.
1: And then at the end, he pops up at wisdom LA and then
3: (laughs) (laughs) so that
2: that may or may not be the exact plot of Vivo. Uh, We'll never know. There's only
1: one Um, thing you got wrong. Everything else, you pretty much nailed it. Oh, okay. His mom doesn't die in the middle. (laughs) I mean, spoiler (laughs) alert, she does. Oh, okay. (laughs) But the one thing you got wrong was the magic feather. Oh, the magic oh. feather was in it that I knocked you down about. <laughs> they oh, took man. that from Dumbo. That was their favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> Inspired by Dumbo. And that was Andrew tells us the plot of a story without ever having watched it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And it's an animated movie by Sony Pictures. Sponsored by State
3: Farm Insurance.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Do do bum, bum, do, bum, da-da, da-da, da-da. Oh, no,
1: that's Farmers, right? That's farmers. <laughs> farm, 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 Hi, that's this is Vivo worse. from State
2: Farm. <laughs> State farm. Vivo mm-hmm. from State Farm?
1: That's the <laughs> job. Yeah, <laughs> that was the insurance like, job he was doing. That's what he was doing. Yeah, in, he was,
2: hey, it was Vivo from State Farm, not Jake from State Farm. It's Vivo from State Farm. Oh, God.
1: My chest hurts now.
2: I have pain in my chest, and I can't breathe. That's right.
1: Hey, since we're talking about movies, uh, can we talk about a trailer that I think we all saw? That's the Doctor Strange trailer. Mm -hmm. Have all of you watched it? Exactly. That's sadly the only line that Wong has in the entire movie. And now they're giving that part away. So if you've seen that, you've seen all of Wong's parts in the film.
2: Well, it's it's just more of the same. He's like strange, Uh, strange, strange. 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 I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot, <laughs> oh, wow. yes. Yeah, it's funny.
1: Uh, thoughts on the Doctor Strange trailer and posters because they released some brand new posters as well for the film.
0: Madness. That's that's pretty much it. It just Madness. looks so good. <laughs> so so good. And I I am still confused about Wanda. She her accent is back, so that's great. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how questions. So yeah, it's. Just, oh, I can't wait.
3: <laughs> I think uh, for me watching this trailer, uh, I got a lot more of the the visuals, like when they were sneaking by you. For instance, the creepy Doctor Strange, maybe fighting a different part of him, maybe the evil one that we saw in What If? I think. I always hear when you say this, Hazen, and I'm 100% with you. If you haven't watched What If, folks, just take the time to watch these episodes. Because I feel like it's not that it's going to directly play to this, I don't think. Because Marvel hasn't done that quite yet with anything. But there's going to be a lot of stuff that you see that kind of intertwines to what's happening here. And I know Andrew keeps making the joke of, strange! But why do they keep emphasizing this every time strange strange like you hear this over and over again and then now you hear this reference of nightmare i'm like whoa this is kind of flashing back it's like uh we were talking about earlier before we were recording it's a the first villain he fights was it say again who is it, andrew the first villain, the the creepy one face. That's the sky. Bigotin,
2: guy. big big boy, big yeah. eye boy, <laughs> biggie biggie that was, smalls. Yeah, that's that, Big that old big old giant <laughs> octopus and man. Again,
3: man. Andrew uh, nailing it. The first villainy he face. He keeps refacing him, fighting him over and over Shumagora. again. I, don't know. I called him like yeah, Shumagora. Yeah, Shumagora. Yeah. Like, like Jumanjumbum. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: Gargantos, depending on whether you want to reference the MCU or 616.
2: It's up to you. The more Menor Math. <laughs> <laughs> I must call That's him his Big Old Boy. Big Old That's Boy. That's his cousin. So That's
3: yeah, his big old boy. He keeps replaying that fight scene. So I'm like, is that going to be something we see here? Like these multiple, multiverses of like seeing something go over and over again, but you can't break out of it. And that's what I'm talking about. Watch what if specifically try to watch the episode with Doctor Strange in it. Cause that ties directly into something like that when he goes through his what if episode. That's what I'm telling you folks.
2: Word. What if Yeah. He said strange and that's it. <laughs> over and over that's here. an episode of what if only the only thing Wong can say is strange. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's such an exciting trailer. You know, I always worry whenever they put trailers out like this because I feel like they give away a lot of the greatest parts in the film. But uh, I had a conversation with somebody about that not too long ago where if you're a big enough fan you almost don't care because it's how they tie everything together in the final film that really helps you understand the pieces that you're seeing. Right. Because there's so many questions that are still up in the air, ranging all the way back from when we first started seeing the teasers and the posters and just the snippets like that we saw at the end of, you know, with Spider-Man and everything. Uh Right. And like Wanda is one of the biggest questions because, You know, Wanda, when she became the Scarlet Witch, uh, in the comics, Wanda's a Nexus being, which means that no matter how many multiverse universes there are, there can only be one Scarlet Witch. But Mm -hmm. can there be more than one Wanda and only one Scarlet Witch? So in one universe, Wanda became Scarlet Witch and now there's one. But can there be other Wanda's? The, the thing that really brings that into question is Wanda interfaces with Wanda in the trailer
0: yeah, yeah. which and means Wanda has makeup
1: Yeah how could she mm-hmm. exist good point. if she's a Nexus being so maybe the Scarlet Witch can't be replicated there can't be variants of the Scarlet Witch but there can be apparently some of Wanda. Before mm-hmm. she became the Scarlet Witch,
3: cracking the code like she did before. You know what
1: I mean? But the inter- you know, it's interesting too because if you look at the posters, America Chavez is the only other person on that poster without mm-hmm. a variant.
0: True.
1: So I yeah. don't know enough about her character, but if you look at the poster, she's never replicated. They always mm. show one instance of America. They always show true. one instance of the Scarlet Witch. But everyone else has variants around them.
2: But what if there's a Crimson Witch or a Burgundy Witch? Interesting.
1: Yeah, Maroon Witch. Those I don't know. would be considered uh, intellectual property disputes. And so you'd probably get a letter <laughs> from Disney saying cease and desist. But what
2: if it's in the movie? They're like, well... They would get a letter from know, Disney
1: saying cease and desist, themselves. please.
2: This is the Raspberry Witch. <laughs> Oh, wow. witch, the crimson witch. <laughs> I'm the key lime pie. <laughs> That's not a red color. Come on. I know, on, but I mean
1: if you're gonna start
2: throwing fruits Cherry and witch. vegetables out there, why not? It's the apple witch. What else is red? The middle of the watermelon witch.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Red.
2: So yeah, I'm
1: definitely excited. Uh we're hoping to watch this. Uh we did not pre-order tickets. It was a huge mistake. Not pre-ordering <laughs> tickets, so we're going to have to try to figure out when we're going to be able to go. But uh, I'm hoping to watch it within the first week because, I mean, I, I don't want to have to deal with what I dealt with <laughs> the last couple of Marvel films. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be one of the biggest Marvel films that you're going to have to stay away from as far as spoilers are concerned. They say that uh, every time. And yeah, and there are people that post entire scenes on TikTok and on Instagram. Yep, yeah. and
0: not you know, let's not forget YouTubers who have to do a review immediately after the the movie drops, and it's like, yeah, can you wait? Can you just wait a little bit? <laughs> you know what though? I feel like
1: I I can I can forgive the YouTubers a little bit because you purposely have to seek a YouTube video in order to watch it. They're, they don't play automatically. They don't anything. But if you're scrolling TikTok or Instagram Reels, that's true. they pop up. There's nothing to warn you that that's going to be the next thing that's coming up. And they always seem to start it with like the juiciest part of the movie. Oh, so I, it happened twice with Spider-Man stuff for me. It's like, boom-ba-doom-ba-doom. So when Deadpool shows up exactly. in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> exactly. It's like when Moon Knight makes his way in. Like, that's just, uh, yeah. So, I get it. Um, I'm I'm hoping that I can watch it sooner than later because, I mean, what else am I going to do when I'm not sleeping at night? How, you know? Sleep? Come on. You I have to be able strange. to, like, look through TikTok.
3: <laughs> just yell out strange. Yeah, yeah just yell strange all I'm night. i pretty sure your wife Maybe will be okay with that. that put you to sleep. Right in the middle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Super excited. If there's a particular scene or thing that you're interested in or excited about, let us know. Uh, there's I can't pick. I, I Well, no, I can't. If I had to pick one thing that I'm most excited about getting like hearing the rest of the story or viewing it in Multiverse of Madness, I have to say it is finding out what's up with Wanda. Why are there multiple? Yeah. And if she's a Nexus being, why are there multiple Wandas? Like
2: I told you this already. Right, right. It'll just be awesome just to see her again. Yeah. And why does she
1: have her Russian accent
2: again?
0: Yeah. That's
2: a Sokovian accent. Thank you very much. My bad. Our bad. Her Sokovian accent. Come on. I don't even know nothing about Well
1: apparently you do.
2: Apparently, I do. All right. So all these characters I'm going to name up. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know.
3: (laughs) All right.
1: Well, let's stick with some Marvel talk in a moment. We're going to talk about Moon Knight. But before we do, I want to quickly remind you that this episode of Tears is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes possible. Being a part of the FGP squad family gets you some additional perks like being a part of our happy hour calls, additional content like the Podketeers after show, discount codes on Podketeers gear, random giveaways. Just kind of get stuff in the mail for me at times uh, and more. If you are interested in becoming a part of the FGP squad family, head on over to Pocketeers slash FGP for more information. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I just bought something for uh, a FGP prize whenever we have some uh, contest or something. I bought, I got something cool nice. to give away to FGP people. So, <laughs> Are you sure <laughs> I can't convince you to give it to me, though? I mean... It's pretty no, cool. it's for FGP, Fine. Hazen. Come on. It's pretty cool, though. It's sitting right here on the floor. Um so it's, it's pretty cool, and I'm wiggling. You can't see me wiggling. <laughs> oh, yes. he's, he's wiggling. that excited. <laughs> he's wiggling. Yeah, you're going to like it. Awesome. So become an FGP member, and you could maybe win this cool
0: You're going to have to do that wiggle on a uh, happy hour call. On, on the happy hour.
2: <laughs> right. so, yes. so everybody knows. You have to remind me. This is what i do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh, hey, before we get into Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight. I just want to say that one thing that I was super happy about today, uh, well, technically yesterday, but I got a chance to see more of it today, is we're getting a Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah. Since we are talking about trailers, the trailer dropped yesterday. It was a surprise to, I think, everyone that we got a trailer for a brand new Kingdom Hearts. The graphics, as far as what they're putting out so far, look amazing. It's so realistic. I'm drooling for whenever this game comes out I don't know how long that's going to be because between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3, there was like a really long span. There was almost a decade. And when Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to come out, it was actually delayed because uh, at the time they were using like an in-house rendering engine for the game and they switched to Unreal Engine 4 or 3. Yeah, to 4. And so they had to kind of redo everything, re-render everything, and so it delayed the release of the game even more. So they've had, like, these huge spans where, you know, almost 10 and then another six to release the next game, and I I hope it's not that long. The last one was released on, you know, the newest consoles that are currently available, uh, you know, like... The PS5 that everybody talks about that I don't think exists because I've never actually seen one in the wild. I, If anybody actually has ever seen a PS5 in the wild and can vouch for the fact that it actually exists, that it's not like Bigfoot, let me know. I've never seen one. Don't know anybody that owns one. So I don't even think it exists. So Sony, if you're listening, if you want to prove to me that it does, send me one. I'll, I'll test it. I'll play with it. I'll let you know. And if I can physically feel it and see it and play with it, then I will believe you that it actually exists. Until then, mm. it's a myth. It's like Bigfoot. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. It doesn't exist.
2: So, so I'm watching this trailer, right? Uh-huh. I'm watching it right now. Who's this guy in this trailer? Sora. That doesn't look like him. It does. That's a lie. It does. No, it doesn't. It does. He's got like spiky hair yeah, and that's Sora. Or, like, puffy yeah. pants. Yeah, that's that, no, that's what Sora's supposed to look like. Spiky hair and like puffy pants and stuff. Well, this guy just looks like a guy. Well, when
1: you compare the graphics of what you got in the last game to what this is going to be, that's what's so amazing about it. Like if you look at the gameplay, the gameplay is intense, man. Like there's so much going on with him wielding the Keyblade and how he's running up buildings. And it's crazy. Now, here's the thing. Like I think, I think we might have to dedicate an entire episode at some point to telling the story of Kingdom Hearts because there, there's, like, these weird splinter stories that happen, especially when it went off console and started to go into, like, the mobile devices and, like, the Game Boys and stuff like that. But uh, I think we're going to have to dedicate a segment to telling the story of Kingdom Hearts at some point. Sure. The biggest thing that I do want to bring up before we move on to uh, uh, Moon Knight is two things. One, there is a scene in the forest that everybody is going absolutely crazy about during this trailer, and that is because in the upper right-hand corner, in one of the shots, you don't see much, but you see the disc on the floor, and the disc looks like it is attached to the leg of an AT, AT, ATST, and an, an the... ATST. That's what it is. <laughs> And when you look (laughs) at the location that they're on, at least in the shot, people are saying that it looks like the moon of Endor. Hmm. So it is very possible that Kingdom Hearts 4 will introduce the Star Wars franchise into the mix. Wow. Now, if that's the case, we might see some Marvel in this one as well. Yeah. If they've already started using... If they've already used so many of the other properties... Why not? Why not start bringing in some of these other ones? I wouldn't be well, surprised yeah. if we saw Ice Age characters and Simpsons characters in this one.
2: <laughs> you know what? You watch the trailer and you know about uh, two minutes and 40 seconds in, there's Moon Knight right there. <laughs> what are you talking That's about? There's two Moon Knights <laughs> right next to each other. There we go. All
1: right. You, we're going to have it's... to dedicate a story time... <laughs> For Kingdom Hearts. Look at him.
2: Zippy's got a ho- like a long hoodie. Yeah,
1: we're going to have to dedicate a That's story time. That's Moon Knight. So, <laughs> anyway, super excited. I'll put the trailer up in the blog post for the episode, podcuteers.com slash 408, if you want to take a look at it.
2: So, wait. This real man is supposed to be next to Donald Duck in the game.
1: Well, you have to remember that in the game, he doesn't look as real as he did. So, I mean, I so here's the problem with... I, I don't want to reveal anything about the end of the last game. Uh, see, I kind I feel like I kind of have to in order for this. Okay, to Spoiler alert to for right. the end of the
2: last game.
1: Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. We'll save it okay, for story fine. time. Tell me later. I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you in private. That way nobody else has to hear it. How about that? There you go. Okay,
2: we'll do that. There we go. So I'm never gonna play these unless Roger Rabbit's That's part why I'll tell so. you.
1: That's why I'll tell you. So I I could do story time with you and then reveal everything, and then whoever wants to hear the story time, they can hear the story time. How about that? Sure. All right. So that's happening. Super excited. Let's move on to Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight Episode 2 starts off kind of awesome, actually. I love the fact that they started the episode with the sounds from the ending of episode one, and they just slid right into episode two. Thoughts on this episode?
0: Again, so much fun. So much fun. Just, I don't know, personally speaking, there's a lot of eye candy to watch, so it's easy to watch and fun to watch, play along, and everything. <laughs> but it's, it is wild. Like, how everything, it's interesting how the first episode we were just being introduced and the second one we're kind of like, okay, we're getting into this and now we're we're understanding a little bit more. I'm just excited for what's to come because the ending is like, whoa. Again, it's just, it's a ride and you just, you don't know what's going to happen. That's the awesome part. That's it. <laughs> I'm like the end.
3: <laughs> I think when I watched it, uh, this one I don't give too many. Speaking of spoilers or story time, I don't give too much away just in case our any of our listeners haven't jumped on yet because it is one I I said before. Like you may want to wait until a couple will come out and watch it to get caught up. But like Melissa said, I feel Let's like we're give doing a, spoiler a lot. Spoiler of... alert! <laughs> Let's just give a alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert! Thirty yeah. yeah. seconds. One more time, spoiler <laughs> Yeah, I would say my favorite scene out of this is uh, when he, uh, well, when he turns in and he's there and he finds out his wife, or technically one of his like wife uh, lifestyles, and then he's having to go through this whole battle of figuring out, you know, of what it's like to be on the other side of not being Mark. Uh, and then being on the other side of that, he has this like broken mirror, and he's having to fight with this thing to get, let him have the power back over his body. It was such a good scene, mm-hmm. and right before that scene, when that—well, I don't know what you want to call it—the dog or whatever the thing from the Egyptian times—I think he nails the name G- Cackle. or what's Jack- called—just jackal. Jackal. calls him a jackal. jackal, devil dog, like the donut. That was graphic. <laughs> I've never thought that I'd see something get impaled in a Disney movie. Like that was our show. That thing was like, well, first I didn't like the way it looks. I was all right with that. But it was (laughs) intense. And I was like, oh, okay. And we kind of saw that in the trailer, that scene, but not necessarily knowing that was what they were going to depict in that moment. But I think that scene alone, when he had a battle through, knowing what the other side it was to be, not the person in control of his body. It was really another layer of depth to this show that hasn't been really reflected, I guess, in other Marvel properties. And I liked it. I liked it a lot because you felt like Andrew talked about there's a scene in the prior episode where he's eating candy and he's sad because he was thinking he was gonna go on a first date with a girl, but the other guy messed it all up for him, didn't show up. And it was another part where you felt for the character again, you're like, wow, it feels really bad to be in this state of not knowing who has control. And and when you need them you want to be that person, but you're not necessarily that, and that ties into the whole. I mean, Moon Knight and the Tux—that was so Mr. sweet. Knight. He's like, well, Mr. he said
2: a suit, so that <laughs> <Set a> is <suit. laughs> so
3: good. That's my favorite part for sure. What oh, does my, he call the it? Whole, the the whole psychotic show.
2: version of
1: Colonel Sanders? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a
3: good callback. That was really good.
2: Yeah, then you know they go. I like the part of the beginning where he's like, okay, he's like, I'm about to review the security footage, or or whatever, and he's like, yeah. Wait, watch, watch, watch. Okay, now right now, right here. Were you the one that did the bathroom? Was it that- <laughs> <laughs> You donut? Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, you know, then he goes into the like creepy, hostel place, you know, they're like, yeah. Oh, I made this soup myself and doodly doodly do whatever and uh um you know, it but then uh his wife is like just kicking butt there right alongside him yeah. th- towards the, you know, that middle section and you know use up use the guy get the thing he's like no I don't want to you
3: make fun of the Moon Knight voice but his other voice sounds like that no you've let the idiot back in that voice is the other voice Mark I'm Mark I'm Mark (laughs) Batman
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I have to do this for my wife and he is yeah leave her out of
3: this yeah (laughs) where's Rachel oh no no. (laughs) So yeah, I I'm mean, I'm stuck this... in a
2: mirror. Oh no,
3: that's exactly oh, what he sounded Steve. like. Yeah, he sounds yeah, just like just that. Just like that. Spoiler. <laughs> Perfect. That's the spoiler that was so of deep. the entire Personal episode. <laughs> yeah, we did this
2: already. We did the whole poll- spoiler alert. <laughs> How do you do this? I'm stuck in a mirror.
1: Now he's Harry Potter. Oh, um Harry Potter. You know, it's it, it, the first episode. They did a lot of. Throwing you into the action, you know, in mm-hmm. a way where it was confusing because you were trying to still figure out what was going on. And even going into the TV show or going into the show, you, you kind of knew a little bit if you read about it or saw the trailer and, and stuff. But episode two, not only, not only... Pieced a lot of that together to help make it make sense as to why this is happening, how it's happening, what has to happen in the future. But we've already seen all five versions of Moon Knight. Right. So in the first episode we had uh, just by the end of, of episode 1 again we already said spoiler alert so you know we're you know it, it's a thing. It's fine. You're yeah. okay. So in episode 1 we knew that there was something going on with Mark and with Steven. So Mark Specter is the original man, the vessel, the body that uh, uh Khonshu, you know, takes over mm-hmm. and that's how he becomes basically Moon Knight, but Mark Spector is the actual like the the main person, and so then yes. like one mm-hmm. of his uh, identities is Stephen Grant and, from the gift shop. Yeah, from the <laughs> gift shop, Stephen with a <laughs> yes, V because right. not P H because you know not that's pH. Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stephen with that's, a V. Yeah, and v. Uh, we've now met Mister Knight, which is the the uh, suited-up version, the suit-up suit. Uh, suit version of Mark <laughs> Spector, which, by the way, if there was ever, ever, ever in my life a cosplay I wanted to do, it is that one. And, right that, it, and he's at really California cool. Adventure right yeah, now, yeah, too. Yeah, I know.
3: That was cool. I was glad they bring that in.
1: I love it. Uh, and at the end, I think that the... Uh, you know, we already said spoiler alert, so it's coming. But you know how at the end there was somebody sitting at the at the base of the, the bed and then you saw another version inside the mirror, which I believe was mm. Stephen. Outside mm. was not Mark, who was the last person to take over. I think the one that we're going to see outside is Jake Lockley, his third identity. His third identity. That's what I'm saying. We've seen all of them. So Jake is kind of so the thing about Mark Spector is that he's kind of a millionaire in in the comics. If I remember correctly, Stephen uh, is like the millionaire Playboy, you know, the Tony Stark, basically, version. (laughs) No, he's not a philanthropist, trust me. (laughs) Philanderer. He's a philanderer, maybe, yeah. (laughs) But Jake Lockley is just like a cab driver, right? But he also, uh, I think, to help piece everything together, remember how Mark didn't know what was happening with Steven, but or, or Steven also didn't know what was happening with Mark, with the fish, with the date with coming in late all the time, but then like it it wasn't all clicking, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't another identity be the one doing all of that? All those things I think are going to be filled in with this third identity that we've yet to officially see, but I think we see at the end of episode two.
2: What's it going to sound like?
1: I think he's going to be like a New York cabbie. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay,
2: oh, wow. <laughs> hey, buddy boy, what you doing on that? That was more. Maybe I don't
1: know what he. <laughs> I mean, we don't know, and I think that's gonna be the fun part, right? to see how mm-hmm. these identities like mix into each other. And you know, the thing about I so I read a little bit about uh, disassociative identity disorder, and I guess when when people are going through something like this, the identities that they create in their head, are are completely separate people to them, right? They have their own memories. They have their own, you know, wants and needs. They have uh, basically their own personality, obviously, because of how they act and how they see the world and everything. That's what's happening here, right? Mark, Stephen, and eventually Jake in the show are three totally different people. But one thing that was interesting uh, about people that have this identity disorder is that uh, the identities may not know about each other mm-hmm. or they could, or they could transfer memories from one to the other. Yeah. And if that's the case, that makes sense as to why certain things clicked with like, for instance, Steven's version or when Steven met, um, what is her name? Layla. Layla. Yeah. Layla like mm-hmm. that's why he knew the same poem that's why like they had the same likes because they transferred like that part of the identity over to the other one yeah as the show goes on they're not treating what's happening like as a joke they're they're really respectfully portraying a person with this disorder in mm-hmm. a way where they are suffering. And, yeah, it's in the context of, like, a, like a superhero, supervillain, whatever you want to call Moon Knight right now because of what he's doing or what he's going to do and stuff. But, uh, like, they're treating, like, the disorder with respect. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I think that's all I was mentioning. Right? Like, they're portraying it in a way where they want to give you insight in the best way they can and keep this as a, like you said, an action show where you're still learning about a character. But you're not only learning about a character, you're learning about someone that's struggling with this disease. And uh, I think they have slight things which you have to really pay attention to. Like if you see so many reflections in the show, like for this episode recently, he there's a pretty tough conversation which I think a lot of people can relate to when he's being laid off because of everything that happened in the bathroom. And there's this key point when he's looking down the hand of the pamphlet and the guy that's the HR guy says, I hate to be this guy that says this. Because I think that relates a lot to what they're recognizing in this when people have this problem. when he's like, I hate to be so cliche, but we want to see that you get help. Because that's how it sounds like to them, yeah. you know, to the person that's in that position. And then they show the mirror of him looking at a reflection of the desk on the table and them sliding the pamphlet. And there was a lot to that scene, too. And the broken mirror, like we were talking about earlier, I just think those are couples... This is how it feels. He was like talking to me. This is how it feels to be in this position. I think there was a little bit more digging they were trying to do there too. Which, yeah, I'm with you That's why I like it too. There's another show I've watched that was similar to this. And they did things like this where you didn't realize that you were being given like a little, kind of like a little glimpse of what this seems like to what the research says to when you have this type of disorder.
0: I was going to say that scene was pretty powerful for just a simple gesture. And I was like. "Oh, I was telling Jerry. I'm like. Oh my gosh. Like they're. This is an actual like. Thing that they're doing. This is a pamphlet. And we paused to see if anything was on there. But the fact that you just saw that. You don't see that a lot. You really don't. So I was just like. I was really shocked. And really glad that they did that. Um, it's actually. The whole show. is just a good balance. Of showing that action story and the other personalities it's that formula like they have it down so it'll be interesting when we meet jake
2: and then go from there and there's lots of jokes i mean it's <laughs> fun. it's also a fun show like right. it's, it's, yeah it's, um the other some of the other parts that i thought like, were... what about the
3: gold guy like yeah, how is that going to come into he's play like standing there with his eyeball yeah, yeah he like, actually moved this time he <laughs> yeah did. It was he's like what
2: or, or when, when he goes into the creepy like commune thing and he's like well he, you know conchu's there, like he's like what's he saying now i am justice or something like that oh and yeah he's, he's like, like trying
3: to get him to say like oh, oh now this. what he's saying he said he's, he's
2: gonna you want him to kill me it's right mocking or, him like,
3: yeah <laughs> right it's so, good. you
2: know, that's a revelation in itself, you know, saying that, you know. Well, that like, whole scene, too, Arthur. you talk about Andrew
3: when he starts, like, questioning him. Yeah. So, you're saying that before, even if a baby dies, like, you're yeah. thinking, like, he starts questioning yeah. his whole theory of what is yeah. going on. That's an awesome, funny part, too. And, yeah. And he makes and, a
1: lot of sense.
3: But it's funny. It's, it's like, like, I'm calling, not going to do anything everybody about wants killing to call babies. Out, yeah, yeah, everybody wants to call out a cult leader, right? And it's kind of like calling out a cult leader in front of him as all the people are there. Which no one would do, but it's so good.
2: And then yeah, yeah you got that like the invisible fight with the the oh, dog. Yeah. Like it looks, really cool. Oh, he's just, just really drunk, or what's he's a really <laughs> fancy drunk? Yeah, <laughs> lady, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty. That cool. was
1: a good line. Uh, you know, it did you happen to catch that on his desk? There are two books that tie into two other Marvel films. No, I no. missed it. There yeah, is a is book that talks about Thor. And Asgard, and there's oh, another nice. one that talks about the Black Panther and Wakanda.
0: Oh, that's mm. cool. So,
1: oh, that, oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, now <laughs> I was gonna say. So, how it ties into Thor: Love and Thunder, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd have to research it a little bit more. But uh, the interesting thing about how this show particularly ties into Wakanda is that uh, the Black Panther or the Panther clan, they um, they get the power of the Black Panther from uh, Bast, the Panther god. And mm-hmm. Bast is related to Kanchu and Sekhmet. Ah. So All there right. is already a direct tie-in to Wakanda Forever coming right out of Moonlight Episode 2. So nice. I, I don't know Amazing. how the realms of... You know, they they talk about Asgard being part of the seven realms or something, but Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's all like like
2: like different gods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean,
1: they they could just be like they all party together,
2: you know. Oh, they all went to
3: Wisdom.
1: Yeah, they all went to Wisdom. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) They change it up. Sometimes they go to you know Mount Olympus. Sometimes they go over there. You know, it's true.
1: They could. Got to keep it fresh. They could.
2: Uh, <laughs> but what uh, you brought that up it remind me of when we were talking about the Doctor Strange trailer. In the background, when you it's nothing related to what we we're talking about. But in the background, <laughs> when when you see the two kids, Wanda's two kids, you know whatever they're freaking frack. I don't remember their names. Wow. Um, speed and Wiccan. <laughs> yeah, speed and whatever I like freaking frack though. <laughs> um, in the back on the TV is a Oswald the Lucky Rabbit tune. <gasps> That's, That's what nice. they're watching. That's what they're watching. I saw the cartoon, but no, I didn't, I didn't catch enough. that. Yeah, no, it was cool. hard to tell. It's an Oswald and Hortensia. Well, look at that. Wow. Or, or, uh, Easter egg. So, yeah. That's so, anyway, awesome. back to Noon Night. That was just something that popped up. Noon Night. Be. Noon <laughs> Night. <laughs> the light
3: version of Moon Night. <laughs> yeah, it's Day
2: Night, do, Sun Night, Moon Night. Uh, I don't know. Uh, That's. Funny. Uh, Sounds like a lot like the cherry...
3: Witch the,
2: yeah. the the cherry Crimson witch. witch the
0: raspberry one Hawaiian Punch <laughs> witch
1: oh yeah. Hawaiian Punch witch that's a good I'm one. down right yeah red, red. <laughs> all
2: right Scarlet Witch code red <laughs>
1: and uh, and I guess that's where we should wrap up the episode Baha for today <laughs> No oh, is blue witch
2: oh well, yeah, you know what it, it's a different variant I don't know <laughs> it's from going the multiverse it's, it's red it's in another universe it's that's she's ha- got the best punch. Agatha, it's Hawaii blast,
1: <laughs> high sea <C>, cherry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's where we are going to wrap up today's episode. If you want to join the conversation and give us your thoughts on anything that we talked about, we'd love to hear them. Join us over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcasters. But we'd love for you to join us over on our Discord server. Joining is super, super simple. All you have to do is head easy, on over easy. to our pinned Instagram story. Click on the Discord logo, and you'll join with just a few clicks. Uh, we'd love for you to come on over and join the community Is there uh, anything else before we wrap up today's episode?
2: Nope. I don't got anything this time. I think we talked about it all. That's surprising for me.
1: Right on. I always got stuff. That's it. All right. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone.
2: Bye.
3: See ya. Hi, my name's Andrew. Hi, my name's Hazen. Halloween's the best holiday. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most worst impression ever. Thank
2: you, May Christmas.
0: (laughs) Part of the Podcateers Network.